flames made the blood hiss and pop like fat from a pig on a spit. Flames leapt and licked like devilish tongues. The heat made the bystanders back off to keep from sweating. Well, they were sweating anyway. You don't really see good old-fashioned arson anymore. Johnny Campbell was being held by Nora Sweeney, crying tears of joy as he sheltered himself against the haunting screams of his parents being emulated. The authorities will say Mr. Campbell was smoking a cigarette and fell asleep, leading to the fire gutting the house at a record rate. The poor bastards never had a chance of escape. Well, maybe if Nora hadn't pinned their bedroom door shut with furniture. She needed Johnny free, free from the constraints and confines of Black Falls. He would be shipped off to some foster family. It would be there that he would do what she told him to. The crowd split like Moses was going to march his people through it. But it wasn't a righteous man and his followers that had cleaved the sea of bodies, but old man Sweeney and a shotgun. I won't let you take the boy, he said in a voice that Steele would envy. Jake, she said sweetly without turning around. I don't know what this town did to you, but you'll never understand until it's too late. She didn't have to turn around to see her guts and spine blow out of her stomach when her loving husband shot her. As Nora fell face first into her own pulped organs and steaming blood, all eyes and a smoking shotgun fell on old man Sweeney. I never ate that dog for money, he screamed, his proclamation ending in a sharp punctuation of a self-inflicted shotgun blast to the head. Over the murmurs of the onlookers, no one heard Johnny promise Nora that he would do as she said. He knew now that a little knowledge is a dangerous thing, and he wanted more. He wanted it all. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!